As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Hey, welcome everyone. I am so excited to have you here today because by the time we finish today, you're going to know how you can open up your practice to over 30% of patients that are fearful of coming to the dentist. And not just the 30% who are fearful of seeing you, you're going to also have a way to open up your practice to the 20% who never even schedule in the first place. You're going to have some strategies that you can take back and implement in your practice immediately. But most importantly of all, you're going to feel inspired and empowered to move forward with your education and IV sedation so that you can help even more patients. And, and we're going to be talking about sedation today. And I promise you, it's not a sleepy topic. That's right. I, I went there with the pun, but it's going to be an amazing high energy episode where you're really going to learn some amazing techniques to help serve your patients. And when it comes to IV sedation and teaching sleep dentistry, one of the best out there is Dr. William Moorhead. And I could tell you that Dr. Moorhead has over 20 years of experience in teaching sedation dentistry. I could tell you that he is sometimes affectionately referred to as Dr. Checklist. He's really good with those checklists and helping you follow a process. I could tell you that he's the president of the Bluegrass Dental Society and the chair of the Kentucky Dental Association. Or I could even tell you that he's past president of the Kentucky Dental Association. But what I really want to tell you is that Dr. Moorhead has a passion for helping his patients and education, educating dentists just like you. He loves sharing his knowledge with the next generation so that you can take even better care of your patients. Dr. Moorhead, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tim. It's so great to be here. Man, what an amazing topic. And I want to start off with that, that 30% of patients being fearful and 20% never showing up. Talk to me a little bit about that and, and, and why, why aren't people showing up? A lot of experiences I hear go all the way back to childhood, to the first visit to the dentist. I hear stories over and over again about how I was held down, uh, how even as adult, the last trip I made in, uh, I told them I was hurting and they kept going. Uh, the dentist uh, ignored me when I said I was numb and said I had to be numb. Uh, there's 1% of patients that you can do everything exactly like you should. And you even test and you know that the patient's got to be numb. But the brain overrides what the mouth feels just because of that fear component. Hmm. And they don't want to come back. And I'll share another surprising statistic. Two-thirds of dentists don't like sitting in the dental chair and getting dental work. So dentists, you understand what it's like, but you go ahead and push yourself and have it done because you know what the consequences are. 
I want to help you learn the compassionate things that you can do to be able to help all those patients. And in the process, absolutely enrich and, and, and just make your practice take off. Wow. Two thirds of dentists. So, so, so more dentists are scared of the dentists than the general population. Is that what mm-hmm. I'm hearing? Yeah. Healthcare, healthcare <laughs> providers in general, uh, nurses, doctors come in, uh, doctors, you know, they can be some of your most difficult patients because yeah. they, they know more about what's going on. They know more what to expect and they know what can go wrong. Yeah. Well, and what are those kind of traditional methods that, that you're taught in dental school to help ease the fear of the dentist, right? We're supposed to make our waiting room nice, put some magazines out, right? Like, like, like what are those traditional techniques that most people are, are working through and attempting to implement in their practice? Well, Tim, you already know that dental school doesn't do a good job of teaching the business of dentistry. And it's not because of lack of caring. It's that in four years time, you can't get it all in. But one of the things that's lacking in general is how to take care of the psychology side of patients. And about all in dental school that we're taught principally is nitrous oxide. Uh, We're taught the pharmacology side and how uh, safe it is and how uh, easy and quick it is to use. And it is a tremendous tool, but for a highly fearful patient, it's just not enough. Hmm. Wow. And so what are the alternatives to kind of the traditional, you know, methods that are being used out there? There is anything from hypnosis, uh, desensitization techniques, uh, listening to the patient, trying to talk them off of the, uh, off of the cliff, uh, all the way to having an anesthesiologist or a nurse anesthetist come in and intubate the patient and doing uh, some really complicated, but some, with that choice, some very expensive things. Yeah. Uh, having a, a anesthesiologist come in uh, will typically run $500 an hour and they have to have a minimum before they'll show up as well. Wow. And that those costs all get uh, passed directly onto the patient. And so it becomes a, a, a big barrier. Mm-hmm. And most of our patients we can be able to handle without going to all those big guns. Now, now the route you've taken and that you educate on is, is IV sedation. Well, how, how have you ended up in this space and, and, and why are you so passionate about this? Back in 2000, uh, I hired a, a consultant in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, and they had discovered that at the time, I only had three operatories in the office I was in at the time. Uh, they had discovered that sedation was a way of being able to accomplish Uh, some huge improvements in production for the practice without having to do the big build-out because before that it had classically been uh, build the big office to be able to handle the big volume of cases. Uh, I did that consulting and I started doing oral conscious station. Um, I did the docs program uh, and I think something like 64,000 dentists in the U.S., Uh, have been trained in oral conscious sedation, Uh, but that's fallen more out of favor. I'll come in, I'll come back to that in a little bit. Uh, I saw the handwriting on the wall way back seven or eight years later around 07, 08, and I was fortunate to, I'm I'm a University of Louisville grad, but uh, my dental society is in Lexington, Kentucky, 
where University of Kentucky College of Dentistry is. And at the time I knew uh, some of the educators there and I was able to talk a couple of them into starting an IV program at UK. Uh, they taught that program for about uh, 12, 15 years. Uh, those guys have both retired now. Uh, but I started IV sedation in 09 and oh, it was so much easier, so much more predictable. Uh, and uh, in the process, uh, we were able to do predictably those large cases that I wanted to do. Hmm. Wow. Okay. And, and so since then, it, it really, right, you've introduced the programs and this is something you, you teach courses on now, correct? I do. Uh, I teach a program. Uh, I'm 50% partner in a group called IV Sedation Training for Dentists. Uh, and we uh, teach a part virtual program, part uh, live program that's based in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So, hey, you're listening to the Dental Wealth Nation show. I'm Tim McNeely, and we're talking with Dr. William Moorhead about the benefits of IV sedation in your practice. And if you stick around to the end, you're going to hear from Dr. Moorhead, and we're going to have a special offer for you so you can save $500 on the IV sedation course. So coming back to, to IV sedation and some of the benefits, right? Right. We've talked about it really helping with the, the almost 50% of patients who are either fearful or never even scheduled to, to show up at the dentist. So, so that in and of itself is a major benefit. It is really providing more access to care. But what are some other benefits that we will see in our practice when we're considering IV sedation? Well, Tim, uh, as we talked beforehand and as, as I've watched your podcasts in the past, I know that the dentists that watch your program are upper echelon dentists that are or want to be top producers, or you wouldn't be watching the podcast or listening in the first place. So you understand that you've got to go the extra mile to get there. And IV sedation and dental implants are the two tools that have the biggest potential for raising your production up to that top 5% level. Hmm. All right. So, so there really is not just that benefit to the patient, but there's also the benefit to the, the practice too. Yeah. And let's talk about benefits to the patient. Uh, the patient that has always been fearful of the dentist uh, can uh, electively, according to what the health history says, can take a pill before they come into the office. So if they're fearful of needles to start with, with the IV, by the time they make it in and someone else has driven them, they don't care about the IV. They can sit down and in one, two appointments often be able to get all of their work done. And then with the amnesia effect of the medications, not remember it, which makes it easier to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not to mention the benefit of also waking up and having your friend film it. You could become a YouTube star too. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite experiences ever, I was doing a full mouth, uh, full anterior rehab case. It was a tough case, a class three uh, end on case where the teeth were like this and he was wearing them down and breaking them. Uh, yeah. We had a wax up done and uh, in a full morning appointment, uh, I prepped from, I think, uh, number five to number 12 in U.S. Uh, numbering system. Uh, and had all the temporaries, didn't hit a single pulp with some major uh, straightening that I was doing with the crown of bridge because he declined to do orthodontics. 
Uh, and I could remember uh, during the post-op, the, the wife coming in and he smiled and he was still numb, but he smiled and you, you, you just saw the tears running down her face. She was just absolutely overjoyed. And, and the next day I do the post-op visit and he's just glowing. Uh, it, it's a good feeling when repeatedly you see these patients talk about your practice and talk about how uh, their lives were changed. You see them. These are the folks that are bringing you in food every time, uh, hmm. baked goods, that kind of stuff. They are so thankful. Hmm. Wow. What, what an amazing way to to serve that that population who are fearful of the dentist and, and have that hesitation about coming in. So also with, with the patient, right? How expensive is this for the, the patient? Does it add a lot of cost to the overall treatment? Uh, let's define what moderate IV sedation does, and then we'll talk cost real quick, okay? Perfect. Um, moderate IV sedation is going to allow the patient to be out of it enough that they don't care about having the dental work done. Uh, they will fall in and out of sleep, but they're always able to respond to verbal command. And the medications, especially Versed, uh, midazolam, has an amnesia effect. Uh, that's the principle one we use, although we've, we're using a drug cocktail. I teach mostly midazolam and fentanyl. But because they don't remember what went on, it helps them to be able to feel safe to return again. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's the moderate IV sedation. That's moderate IV sedation. Okay. Now, you asked about cost. Uh, in my area in 2023, uh, typical cost is for the IV sedation part about $500. Uh, there are some situations if it's medically ne necessary, if the practice wants to go to the bother that you can bill it to med the IV sedation part to medical insurance, hmm. uh, which can be a help. But principally, I haven't bothered in the patient's haven't minded the extra cost. They're going to use their insurance benefits anyway, even though dental insurance does not typically cover IV sedation, they're going to use their benefits for the work that has to be done. Oh, and I should share another statistic for every year that a, a patient has not come in to have dentistry done, they need about $1,800 to $2,000 worth of work for every year that they haven't been to the dentist. So these wow. automatically wind up being big cases. Hmm. Okay. Oh, so, so really that, that's kind of the, the benefit is you're able to bring in the people who, who actually require the work just because they haven't had it done because they have had that fear. So, so that's really how the extra production gets added is because you're, you're bringing in the cases of the people who really legitimately require the work. That's right. And then when you've got a patient that you can, I can teach doctors how to be able to keep a patient sedated for four to five hours. So you've got literally a, a kind of a captive audience because they're not going anywhere. Uh, and you can get your quadrogenistry done. You can get your root canals done. If you do endo, you can get your surgery. Uh, and, and I mentioned the dental implants. Just It all fits so well together.
Okay. And so even coming back to, right. So, so that's kind of the patient experience. It sounds like that's going to also create a different doctor experience because most practices, doctors are running from room to room back and forth. And this sounds like you actually get to spend some significant share time doing dentistry when you're doing this. Talk to me a little bit about doctor experience in the practice. Uh, the days that I'm doing sedation, I don't have to have roller skates. Uh, I don't have to uh, keep track of this and this and what's going on and all the pieces and parts. Uh, hmm. I'm just able to concentrate on that one patient. Wow. Uh, and I've developed some ways and I'm a systems guy. You, you mentioned Dr. Checklist. Uh, I'm, I'm the developer also of streamed in software, but I teach my dentist how to be able to think through the case to be able to do it uh, in the most highly productive fashion as well so that you can take advantage of that time and so that you're more productive on an hourly basis as you're getting work done. Wow. So, so Right. And, and on those days where you're doing sedation, right, you mentioned not having to wear roller skates. Well, what does the staff think of those days? I'll often use six-handed dentistry uh, during these procedures to where we can get a lot more done. Uh, if you know Mick Falcol out of uh, 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 the California area, uh, and the way that he buffers anesthetic, I, even though the patient's not going to remember the injections, we buffer uh, and I have to wait 30 seconds for a local for an infiltration, two minutes for a, a block, and we're, we're steamrolling. We're getting a lot done. Hmm. Uh, it, it, uh, stick an isolite in there and, and get an entire quadrant, two quadrants done at the same time. That's absolutely amazing. Wow. Now, so I'm, right. in, I'm in Kentucky uh, and Kentucky is notorious for having a uh, bad dental IQ. Uh, Kentucky and West Virginia vie for the title of who uh, invented the toothbrush. You see oh. any other state, it would have been called the teeth brush. Uh, I wind up doing more full mouth extractions than I would like to. I learned a prosthodontist technique called the uh, branching technique that was taught by Jack Turbyfill. Uh, I, it's not unusual for me to have to do a full mouth extraction case, both arches, uh, put in immediate dentures with a product called Flowcast inside them and know that I've got uh, the vertical dimension, the retention, uh, all of the denture problems solved that first day. And uh, those cases wind up being uh, $12,000 for a morning. And Not that's, without dental, that's without dental implants even. Wow. Well, so, you know, if I'm a doctor and I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, okay, hey, I, I like the benefits. I like being able to, to bring in those patients who haven't seen the dentist or are fearful of the dentist and, and really providing a better experience for them. I, and I'm starting to think, hey, I maybe want to go down the road. I, I know I would have some questions. And the first thing I'd be wondering is, is how safe is doing this? And how much extra liability exposure am I opening myself up to? Is this, is this something safe for the practice? That's a good question, Tim. Uh, I have, since I've been doing IV sedation, I've had medical malpractice insurance, professional liability with a couple of firms, both charged no additional amount for the professional liability hmm. that I was doing where I was doing my own sedation. If I, I couldn't do sedation for someone else, but if I was doing my own sedation, 
no extra costs. And the reason is there's statistically no additional risk. Hmm. Now, an IV program, any in the nation is going to teach you the things that you must know and must adhere to, to be able to keep your patient safe. So there are extra obligations that you have as a dentist to be able to do this. But once you, and, and a typical program is about a 90 hour program. That's what our program is. 60 hours of didactic training is required by the American Dental Association for the 2016 guidelines. And typically most states require that the dentist work on 20 live patients and have documentation of that to receive an IV certification. Uh, for the you doctors that are old enough to have done amalgams and had to make the switch to compo posterior composites, you know it took about a hundred of those to where you felt competent doing them. Uh, the younger dentists can't identify with this analogy at all, but the same principle applies after doing about 20 live cases. You've got the tools under your tool belt to where you feel competent knowing it. And it, it's a delight to hear out of our students uh, when they finish the program that they really feel ready to go out on their own and, and be able to handle things. Wow. So, so that's amazing. Statistically, right, if you've done the training, the insurance companies don't consider this an additional risk because the, the, there essentially is no statistical risk with performing this. Correct. Right. Because it's one thing to say, hey, oh, hey, this is safe and effective. It's another thing for the insurance companies to actually agree with you. That, <laughs> it, that, that takes a lot. Yes, it does. I, you um, know, I, I run some vacation rentals and I'll tell you, my homes with the pool, the insurance is a lot more expensive than the homes without a pool. Yes. And so, well, that's fascinating. And so, you know, so, so you can learn how to do this safely, effectively in your practice and, and really sleep well at night and not have to wake up in a panic or go to work in a panic thinking, oh, I got to do this thing and I'm not quite sure if it's going to go well. Anytime a dentist walks in, there's always the tiny risk mm -hmm. with sedation and without sedation. Absolutely. The sedation makes treating that fearful patient mm -hmm so much more easy on the dentist, on yeah. the team, and on the patient. Yeah. So how do I get started, right? What do I have to do to, to really start offering this in my practice? You, you mentioned there's the education component. Talk me through some of that. Is there additional licensing requirement? Like, like what's the road we have to go down to offer this in our practice? All 50 states in the U.S. will certify dentists to be able to do IV sedation without doing a residency. Uh, if you are a student listening to this uh, and you're going to do a general practice residency or some surgery residency, most of them are going to include IV sedation, but not all. Check it out. Um, for almost all states, they follow, they've set up their uh, regulations for the state boards to where they follow the guidelines of the American Dental Association. Uh, there are some peculiarities from state to state. There uh, are some states like Nevada, for instance, that requires the program to be certified uh, by their state board specifically. And for instance, Nevada requires the program to submit a fee every two years to be able to be certified by the state. And since it's a large course, they uh, charge about $3,000 a year or every two years to be able to certify. And I'll be honest, 
uh, we consider that ridiculous. We don't we don't accept Nevada students. Hmm. Uh, states like California, well, most states uh, say they they don't even have to look at the program if it qualifies with the 60 hours didactic and the 20 live experiences uh, clinically, then the program qualifies automatically. And we wow. uh, for the states that have to specifically certify, we've certified with a number of them, but not all. Uh, but most states, it's just if the program follows the guidelines, you're good to go. Okay. Wow. That, that's exciting. And hey, we've got some people checking in here. So Bree Richardson says, uh, hey, Tim and Dr. Moorhead. So we've got people checking in and, and watching us. And I'll tell you, if you've got any questions for Dr. Moorhead or questions about how this may apply to your practice, put them in the comments below and we'll get to those questions for you. We'd love to, to answer and serve you any way we can. So Tim, can, can, about- I, can I go off subject just a little bit? Oh, I, absolutely. I, wanted to give, I wanted to give everyone listening even if you don't do IV sedation, I want to give you a tool that you can use and implement almost immediately in your practice to help with the fearful patients uh, until you do the IV certification or if you decide you don't want to. Uh, You learn nitrous oxide in dental school. You know it's effective, but you know it's not quite as effective as you'd like it to be all the time. There is a product that's not specifically dental. It's called Nucalm, N-U-C-A-L-M. It was originally a medical device when I bought it about a decade ago, uh, but it's safe to use with nitrous oxide. And while it's not moderate sedation, it goes a good way there for the difficult patient. Uh, hmm. Why do I have it if I do IV sedation? Uh, I find that, my first of all, because I market for sedation, I wind up with people coming in that are fearful, even if they're not considering sedation. And sometimes... Uh, a patient that I've sedated before, and they've just got one restoration that needs to be done, and they they don't want to do it awake, but it doesn't justify the IV sedation fee and, and having to have an escort and all for the procedures. And so using that tool of nitrous plus Nucom is a tremendous tool. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the end of the presentation, uh, let me share my email with you too. And if you've got questions about any of this stuff, uh, you can feel free to ask me. Oh, thank you for sharing so generously. So see, folks, this is what I meant by Dr. Moorhead really just has a heart for sharing his knowledge with you so you can take even better care of your patients. That, that's one of the reasons we call it the Dental Wealth Nation is we are sharing a wealth of knowledge with you so you can continue to make even more of an impact. So thank you for sharing that. Certainly. And so, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, the benefits of it. We've talked about, you know, what do you have to know? And then we started talking about, you know, how do you talk about the course requirements and, and, and getting into a program? Are these, are these sedation programs hard to get into? Is there an application process? What does that look like? There are a lot less programs to learn IV moderate sedation in the U.S. than there are dental implant programs. Uh, and... Uh, many of them have a year or two wait because of the demands uh, to get in the course. Uh, the IV sedation training for dentists that I uh, am part of is a newer program. We have uh, been going for a year, uh, had a couple of classes, uh, and because of that, we don't have a, a long waiting list, so it's possible to be able to get in our course. We start our next one in se- early September 2023. Okay. Oh, excellent. Now, are these programs expensive? I, what kind of costs are doctors looking at across the board when they're considering this? 
We've tried to price ours uh, very competitively. Typically, they're thirteen to fourteen thousand dollars, all the way up to twenty-four thousand uh, dollars. Ours is uh, about fourteen, but there's some discounts available. For instance, AGD members automatically get a thousand dollars off. Okay, uh, payment gets five hundred dollars off. Little things like that. Okay. Well, hey, this is certainly exciting, right? I, once again, coming back to, I just love the fact that this is going to help you serve patients who are not coming in. And, and as doctors, you care about access to care and really helping serve the, the people who are fearful of the dentist, right? That's one of your biggest challenges to overcome is getting people in the office. And and this sounds like it's a great tool to, to really help with that. It definitely and, is. And once you get it implemented in your practice and you're, you're starting through it, it, right? What are the red tape that you're going to run into, right? You, you do the course, you, you get, is it an official license you get or you just get approved to, to do this? You receive a certification. So okay. you've, got to, you've got to be certified with the state. You've got to submit uh, the papers that show you finished our program. You've got to f- uh, submit the paperwork that shows uh, the 20 cases that you did, um, mm-hmm. Not shockingly, with Dr. Checklist, it's all paperless <laughs> submissions. Um, and then uh, wait a bit for the, for to be certified while you're getting uh, things ordered. Uh, we're instructing our students to do this and do that ahead of time so that you can be ready uh, by the time that you finish the course to be able to go in a short time. Uh, some of our uh, doctors have received certification within a couple of weeks of finishing the program. Okay, excellent. Wow. And so really that that is the red tape to jump through is the certification process. Yes, then you've got some additional CE uh, every license cycle uh, in many states. It's an extra um, six to eight hours per license cycle for the sedation component. Wow. Okay. No, that that sounds very reasonable. It doesn't sound like a, a huge extra burden to add to your practice. Correct. So now I, I know we've certainly been answering this as we, we've gone through and I've certainly heard it loud and clear, but, but to, to summarize, right, if I'm a doctor and let's say I have a pretty good practice and I'm happy with things, why would I want to go ahead and do this if, if everything's okay? Are there still additional reasons I may want to consider doing this if I think I've got a great practice already? If you want to excel, if you want to be seen as one of the expert dental providers in your area, if you know that something in your practice needs nudging because it's staying stagnant and you're not growing like you'd like to, this is the perfect addition. If you're already doing dental implants and you know it's tough on those patients because it's a lot to go through, or you do a a lot of surgery, uh, do difficult crown and bridge cases, or if you're stressed out because yeah, I'm happy with what I'm doing, but there's those patients that just always put me behind or I've got holes on the schedule because they keep no showing because they're fearful. Do the program. Hmm. Excellent. Well, and for those sticking around to the end, I think we've got a a $500 off coupon code for them, don't we? We're starting our next IV class. uh, The virtual weekend start on Friday and Saturday, September 8 and 9 of 2023. Uh, and there's a coupon code. Uh, first of all, our site for looking at the program and signing up is IV Sedation Training 
www.ivsedationfordentists.com. IV Sedation Training for Dentists.com. Uh, and for any of the options, whether you um, already get a discount for being an AGD member or, and by the way, it costs $500 to be an AGD member a year, about, you get a $1,000 off coupon. That's a no-brainer. Uh, but for any of the possibilities that you have, you can get an additional $500 off by using coupon code 500OFF2023. The OFF should be all caps. 500 off 2023. Excellent. I'm going to put that in the, the comments for everyone along with the website so they can they can find that. So any other thoughts before we sign off here? I, like I said, I, I, I warned you all at the beginning, this was not a sleepy topic. This, this was a great topic that really is going to help you serve your patients. But before we sign off, any closing thoughts or, or, or last comments before we go here? I don't think anybody that is bothering to listen is the person that wants to sit on their butt and take it easy with the industry and do things uh, casually and passively. So for Dental Wealth Nation listeners, this is really for you. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sharing so generously and really helping to, to make an impact on the, the next generation and helping everyone serve their patients at a much higher level and providing more comfort for those patients who are fearful of the dentist. And, and uh, I love your closing thoughts there because that's how we end every episode. I always remind you as the listener, if you just listen to this stuff, if you go back and you don't implement it, you have just wasted your time. And we're, we're not here to entertain you. We're not here to, you know, tickle your ears. We're here to help you. And so we want you to take this, go back and implement it in your practice. And if you do that, you're going to create more wealth, not just monetarily, but also among your patients, right? Seeing those patients showing up and being so grateful for, for the treatment, that, that's more wealth than you can ever imagine. That's part of my definition of true wealth. So once again, Dr. Moorhead, thank you so much. Tim, may I share my web, uh, my email if anyone oh, has, has questions? Oh, yes, please do. Yes, yes. Uh, it is dr.m, like Dr. Moorhead, dr.m at streamdent.com, S-T-R-E-A-M-D-E-N-T.com, dr.m at streamdent.com. All right, and until next time, we'll see you again soon here on Dental Wealth Nation. Thanks. You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com. 